Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Talking Smack podcast presented by the Griffcast here at Canisius College. The MAC tournament begins in just over 24 hours from now. Canisius and Ryder uh, are playing each other along with um, the rest of the games on Tuesday. A couple bids punched already across the country. A lot of one seeds gone in conference tournaments around the country. So let's get to it. My name is Aiden Jolly alongside Adam Gorski. Let's do it. begins in just over 24 hours from now. Ryder will be playing Canisius at 7 o'clock at Boardwalk Hall in Atlantic City. And then two more games to finish up the first round on Tuesday. Iona Quinnipiac, followed by Manhattan and Fairfield. Uh, But first, we'll get into the Griffs game against Ryder. That is a game I will be at um, tomorrow night down in New Jersey. Um, you know, we were talking about just before um, we started recording. This this is a game on paper that Canisius could win, should win, really. Yeah. But we kind of feel like it's one that goes that could go either way. Yeah. No, it is. I think you know if if you're if you're a betting man and you're you're an odds maker here, you definitely Canisius is definitely the favorite. I think there's no doubt about that. Um, I think not only do they have the better record, I think on paper they probably have the more talent than Ryder. Yeah. On paper, they are the better. But with that being said, uh, we were just like, like Aiden said, we were just talking about it. This team has been very inconsistent. You really don't know what you're going to get from them on any given night. I mean, just this past weekend, they split with Sienna, plot a massive, massive win against Sienna because that got them the six seed. If they lose that game to the 10 seed, Right. Um, so completely different circumstances there it gives them a more, if they can't beat Ryder, it gives them a bit more of a favorable, uh, draw down the line. Um, but yeah, you know, it's, it's kind of been their MO recently to, you know, like 25% or so of a game. It seems like they just kind of shut off for a little bit, you know what I mean? Right. And they're just, they just play bad basketball, you know, can't seem to score, um, def- defensively, a lot of lapses. So mm-hmm. it's really if they can compl- if they can play a complete forty minutes, I think that they have a chance to make a run. Um, yes. If if they keep up with their, you know, they'll play a, like a good 25, 30 minutes. But then there's that 10, 15 minute period where they just don't look very good. Right. Um, and it's gonna depend. And it depends. You know, I- I'm saying if you know they have this run where they don't look good, it's gonna depend on where in the game it happens correct because it's it's been recently that it's happened in the beginning of the game mm-hmm. and you don't look good for the first 10 or 15 minutes of the game and you get and you get yourself in a hole but then in the second half you look great you come back and you make it a close game you know you might lose by a couple points or you win the game um like what happened in the second game against Sienna, and they were down 15 at one point in the second half and they end up winning by one on um the majesty branded jumper in the final, it was like seven, six, I think it was about six seconds left. Mm-hmm. Um, but then you could have that scenario. You could have it in the middle of the game where, you know, it could be tight the first half or tight, like most of the first half. Then you have your, then you don't look good. You find yourself in a hole down, you know, anywhere between 10, 15 points. Um, and then, you know, it, it's, a real challenge to come back or it could happen at the end of the game. You could have an eight, 10 point lead, blow it and make it interesting. Right. Final couple minutes of the game. Yeah. 
Yeah, I think there, so there this are a lot of different was, scenarios. This game is on. going to depend on if Canisius can play a full 40-minute game. Yeah, no, I agree. And on the other side with Ryder, I mean, to have a talent like Dwight Murray Jr., you know, Dwight Murray, right. he's, you know, we, there's another thing we were kind of discussing earlier. He has the capability to drop 20-25 on any given night. You know, right. he's just a very, very talented scorer. Um, I think if Canisius can manage to keep him at bay, I think things will be a lot easier on them for sure. Um, right. But – you know, while Ryder may be the worst seeded team in the tournament, I they're not they're not a slouch. I mean, I, you know, no. you look you look at their schedule. Um, lost both the Siena, lost the second game by two, first game by nine, lost both the Monmouth, lost both those by three points. Um, beat St. Peter's the three seed, beat Maris the four seed. Um, it really looks like a lot of their losses came to you know lesser teams in a the conference, points. right? Um, which is which is unusual. Um, obviously right. they lost. They, they, I mean, they, they lost. They were zero four against Monmouth and Siena, of course, but they were close games. Is what I was trying right. to say, but um, yeah, you know, I think I think that they, like I said, if Dwight Murray can, if he's hitting shots, I, I'd see no reason why they can't potentially pull off a bit of an upset here early mm-hmm. on. And it seems like, and what we were saying earlier, that Murray seems to have better games against teams that are towards the top of the league. Mm-hmm. And Kanisha said a six seed. They went seven and five. I mean, they're I think they're the fourth ranked team in Ken Palm um, in the MAC. So I mean, this is one of the, this is a lower seeded team than they should be. Um, like realistically, they're like a they're like a four seed range, four yeah. five seed range. And you know, you could you could see Murray, you know, going out and dropping 20, 25 points because he tends to do that against the good teams. And he gives them a chance to win. Yeah. No, you're absolutely right. You're absolutely right. I mean, yeah, I think, I think it's going to, it's going to be interesting. I think it's very yeah. like, I don't, I, this game is not going to be a blowout. I don't think, no, I think, I I think, think so. if, if, if it is, you know, a double digit win either way, I think it's going to be one of those things where it's like a team has a run late and kind of pulls away. I think at halftime, this will probably be, this could be like a five, six, maybe even less than that point game. Yeah, I was going to say like three to six range. It'll be somewhere in there at halftime, mm-hmm. I think. Yeah, I, I think so too. I think I think it has the potential to be a very good opener for the, uh, for yes. the tournament. Um, I guess we can kind of transition then to the other two opening games in the first round. Right. Uh, I guess we can start from the top with Quinnipiac and Iona, the 8-9 game. Um, I... I'm going to lean Iona here. I am too. You know what I mean? I think they're the better team for sure. The COVID pauses obviously kind of screwed them over. This this um, is another team that, you know, if they had played more games, they'd be a much higher seed. Mm-hmm. 100%, um, yeah. They're, uh, they're much more talented than their seed shows, which mm-hmm. I think if they do beat Quinnipiac on Tuesday, I think that sets up a pretty interesting matchup with Siena. Yes, um, I think it does. I think it does. Too. I, I, I think I, I would lean more Sienna there. I think Sienna would definitely be favored in that game. But I right. think that that could potentially be the kind of game where, you know, you got an underseeded team, a team that is coming off a of COVID pause, going to be well rested. Um, well, I mean, you can make the argument. Oh, you, you know, can make the argument. Well yeah. rested or they're rusty. You know, who knows? But right. Um, I think the talent is there. Um. Uh, I don't know. I'm I'm not going to predict an upset, but I think it's definitely something to keep again, an eye on. But then again, if they're rusty, they could go out and lose to Quinnipiac on Tuesday. Well, that too. That's that's the other side of the coin. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I don't know, man. I don't know. I think I'll, I'll lean Iona. 
I will lean Iona. I'll lean, I'll lean Iona too, but I wouldn't be surprised if Quinnipiac wins that game for that reason. Yeah, no, and that's that's definitely a valid that's definitely valid reasoning. There are so many variables. Like, I mean, just in the first oh, two games are. we talked about, there's so many different variables that could come into play in this tournament with teams being rusty. Um, I mean, you look at with with Canisius, say they do win Monday night, they then get two days of rest they before they have to play St. Peter's Thursday. And that St. Peter's will have not played for close to a week, I think. Cause they yeah, because that'll be Thursday. They'll have last played on Friday the 5th. Right, yeah. And so, I mean, that gives Canisius ample time to rest. And they'll be coming off a much shorter layoff than St. Peter's. So, mm-hmm. um, I think that could definitely be uh, a bit of a factor there if that matchup does, in fact, happen. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I think – there's a lot there's a lot in play a lot right. a lot of stuff in play which can yeah make because, things... because and i think it's i was thinking about this this morning and i think i'm not going to say the variables are a problem but they are a problem because i don't think ranking them like putting in the seats and doing it by total league wins was the best idea well no i i, I don't think that was i think idea. that was a dumb idea i agree right. with you completely I think that I think it doesn't reflect what teams are the best teams. Right. You know what I mean? I think I think it kind of like I mean, you look at an Iona, you look at a Canisius. I think they definitely both got the short end of the stick in this scenario. Right. Um, I mean, you look at a team like Ryder that's five and thirteen. They deserve to be the eleven seed. Like they've played right. enough games to say, okay, they haven't won. You know what I mean? They didn't. They didn't win much. Yeah, and you have a Manhattan team that went six and twelve. Right. Exactly. And Fairfield seven. Like those teams. You know, they pretty much got in a majority of their games, and they are rightfully, you know, playing in the first round. They didn't. They didn't secure a bye. But you look right. at a team like Iona and Canisius, where. I mean, what, Iona was what, six and three, five and three? They were six and three. Six they were six three. and three. Canisius was seven and five. Right, exactly. So, I mean, there's so much. I think they should have done it. I think they should have done it by winning percentage. I feel yeah, like that's, that is, I exactly. feel like in a scenario like this, that's the fairest way to go about it. Is do 100%, it by winning percentage. 100%. I, 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 don't, I don't understand why they didn't do that, to be right. honest with you. Like, it doesn't right. make a whole lot of sense to me. Um. I, I, I don't know. I, like I, I, know. I know at one league, I know the West Coast Conference, they used analytics. Yeah, I know. They I thought that was a really, really, I thought that was tournament. a really great idea. I thought that was I, a I great idea. I Especially that, in a year like this future. where, you know, you got teams playing a different number of games. Like you, like you got Gonzaga who went 15-0, and 0, obviously. But then you have a team that played in a team, I'll, I'll say, in Santa Clara that played nine league games. Mm-hmm. You have BYU who played 13, Loyola Marymount, 12, Pepperdine, 13, St. Mary's, 10, San Francisco, 13, Portland, 11. Yeah, like it's it's all it's, over the place. It is all over the place. Exactly. I know. I, I did not, I, I was wondering your opinion on that. I was going to ask you about that. And yeah, so we, we, we have the same feelings there. I did yeah. not, I did not think that this was the wisest way to go about things. No. I mean, to be fair, I guess the only thing that really would change would be Niagara will be playing in the first round, and I guess Iona would because Iona would replace... jump up. Iona would jump up to like I think the four. Iona would jump up to the four, the three. three. Yeah. Iona would jump up to the three. Canisius right. would be fourth. Yeah, Canisius so. would be the fourth. So the so the buys the five buys would have been Sienna Monmouth, who are still buys. Iona, Canisius, Marist. 
Right. And then, yeah, so Peters and Niagara Saint would Peters, drop. So St. Peters would not have gotten a bye. And Niagara would not have either. And Niagara would not have gotten a bye. Right. So I suppose it wouldn't have changed a whole lot, but I do no. think that – But it still would have changed things around. It would have. It would have. And I think, I think that that's a bit more fair of right. a, you know, I guess of a representation of, you know, how each team performed this year because right. I think – it's just kind of unfair to the teams that got unlucky. You know what I mean? I right. think it's, you know, I mean, you know, you can say, Oh, well, if they got COVID then, you know, maybe they weren't being careful. I mean, sometimes you, you do right. get you unlucky. Can, that, I like, guess that, that argument can be made. Yeah. But to me, I but think at the same just, time, I think it's, I think it can be luck sometimes. Yeah. And I mean, you look at it, you look at a team like Canisius, they were supposed to play Niagara and the day before their series, their two games got canceled. Cause Niagara had a, you know, had a COVID problem. So right. yeah, I mean, it's, it's, you know, I feel bad. I mean, they, I they could bad. have jumped they up and grabbed got... the win. I mean, that that's the big difference. If they right, one hundred percent say they play Niagara and they sweep Niagara, they're, they're Niagara the five seven seed. and eleven, and Canisius is nine and five. Yeah, and they're the five right. seed. So, yeah, I mean, it's 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 tough. I I I don't think that that was the best way to go about it. Um, no, but I mean, what can you do now? <laughs> you know, you got right. I mean, you can't really do anything about it now. But I still think that's not, you know, necessarily the best way. Um, to go about it so um we will jump to because we we just talked about quinnipiac iona um we'll jump to the third game of the first round in it is manhattan and fairfield at 7 30 on tuesday fairfield is the seven seed manhattan is the 10 seed but there is only a one game difference between these teams yeah i think this has the potential to be another one that goes good, either way yeah pretty i mean they split in the regular season and that that was last weekend i believe last weekend or two weekends ago um it was last weekend yeah, yeah. last weekend they, they just played each other for the, for the third time in a row right which which uh, that presents an interesting um interesting i guess an interest, interesting little note heading into this game right. is that you know this is a team that you know they're two teams that are certainly familiar with one another considering they just right. played and um, they did split, so this will be the rubber match. Um, right, they'll play, they'll play, match they'll, have played, th- they'll have played each other three times in six days. Yeah, yeah, that's true. I didn't even think about that. Yeah, I think uh, – I'm not sure which way I'm leaning with this one. I'm I really sure think either. this really could just go either way, to be right. honest with you. Um, uh, I guess I'll just roll – I guess I'll roll Fairfield. Um, yeah, I don't know. I know it's so tough. That's such a tough matchup to predict because right. they really are two pretty evenly matched teams. They're, they're evenly mind. matched teams. There, there's no, they're not. Neither of them are overly good. I'll say. Yeah, I, I think that's a nice way to say it. But <laughs> you know, they they both had their struggles during the year. Um. However, like Manhattan usually does do well during the conference tournament. Um, but I think still, no, I'm going to go with Manhattan. I'm going to go with Manhattan. Why not? Why not? Hey, man. <laughs> because, yeah, and, and it wasn't like, it was almost kind of split because the game Manhattan won, they won by 10, 69-59. Then the game that Fairfield won, it was 85-67. to Mm-hmm. So it's not like either team. So it's not like either game was particularly close, and kind of one like 
one of the games, one of the teams won by double digits. And the other game, it was by double digits. Right, yeah. So, I don't know. This is a tough one to predict. But I, I'm still going to go Manhattan. Yeah. I mean, um, either way, I would be um, I would be surprised if the winner of that manages to take down Monmouth. Um, oh, no. I'd very, be, I'd be very Like surprised. we were saying before the game, if the, if the final is not Sienna and Monmouth, it'd be pretty surprising. Yeah, it would be. It would. There would be definitely yeah. be some um, topsy-turviness of the bracket if right if it's not Sienna Monmouth. Um, right. I mean, you know me. I'm all for. I'm all for a little chaos. Here oh yeah, we but, like the chaos. But um, yeah, if, if you're if you're uh, if you're saying in the head, um, Sienna Monmouth is probably <laughs> probably the best, like the, the only, best way to go. Yeah, the best way to go. Um, uh, and, guess, and, and, but but oh, like God. you said before, you know this. Like we say with. Canisius, it could be topsy turvy. Like they could very well lose on Monday, but at the same time, they have a path to the semifinals. Mm-hmm. Exactly. I mean, because St. Peter's, if they do win Saint on Peter's, Monday, I feel like they swept them. Matched with. Yeah, and right. Canisius swept them earlier in the season. You know what I mean? Uh, and I and I know my cliche is, you know, it's tough to beat a team three times <laughs> in a year, but I don't know. Yeah. Who knows, man? I guess that's the craziness of March. And, you know what and, I mean? And, the unpredictableness. Canisius and St. Peter's do over the years I've noticed in covering this Canisius team, they always play tight with St. Peter's. They're mm-hmm. two teams that match up very well together. Yeah. And I don't know why that is. It's maybe just similar <laughs> styles of play, maybe that, but they always produce good close games against mm-hmm. each other. So maybe so maybe they do win. And I think a St. Peter's and Canisius game on Thursday night would be a good game if it were to happen. Yeah, no, I'm I'm with you there. I'm definitely with you there. Um, I guess you want to just talk about the 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 other matchup that we do know of in Marist and yeah. Niagara, and then we can uh, get some Jerome on. Yes. So uh, well, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm 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 gonna say something. I, I don't know if you're gonna agree with me, but I'm gonna okay. say it. I really like Niagara in this matchup. I really I really like Niagara. I don't know why. I was thinking the same thing. Okay, I'm glad I'm glad you agree with me. I don't know why. Yeah. Uh, but I, I have a gut feeling. I, I really like Niagara. I mean, I, you know, we've kind of hyped up the duo of Dion Hammond and uh, Kobe Nwandu in the past on this a podcast. Lot, yeah. So I, I think that uh, if they're both on, I would be surprised if Maris hangs around with them, to be right. honest with you. But at the same time, but at the same time, like Maris is a lot better than we thought they would. They closed, they, they'd be, they closed out the season with three straight wins, true, uh, a sweep true. of, Quinnipiac, which neither game was, or they, yeah, because and they haven't played since March first, so it'll have been eleven days since this Maris team has played. Um, because they they finished out with Quinnipiac. Neither game was really close. 66-67-65-62 back on that was February twenty eighth and March first. So we're going back over a week from now. Um. But yeah, so I, I'd agree with you. I like Niagara in this matchup. Mm-hmm. I will say, I will say the one thing because we we did talk about it a little bit earlier, so we'll talk about it again. Niagara is also coming off a pause. Um, they are. So yes. they have not played a game since February twenty first. So that'll be let's see, seven days. That'll be fourteen days today. Uh, that's so seven what? plus eleven. Uh, let's see, 14 up to the 11, 18 days. Yeah. 18 days. Correct. So, uh, definitely something to keep in mind. Um, you know, whether it's going to be 
oh, they're well rested or, or right. they're going to come out rusty. You know what I mean? It's, it's pick your poison, I guess. It's really, yeah, just, I mean, I, I mean <laughs> whatever yeah, you it's think. Gonna be, right. It's going to be two teams that neither of them have played in a while. Yeah. Um, so you don't really know, mm-hmm. honestly. Yeah. Because guess... you don't know how teams are going to look coming off of their pauses. Um, this was Niagara and Marist's um, split during the regular season, although Marist only won by two and Niagara won by 14. And when they played each other back on, that was January 1st and 2nd, um, they played each other. So it, I, I want to say on paper, Niagara's the better team. Um, I think Marist may have benefited from playing teams that weren't as good because they played because they swept Manhattan they got to win against Fairfield. They got to win against Ryder. They sweep Quinnipiac. Um, that's all teams that are below 500. Right. Uh, they only played how many games against above, or how many series against above 500 teams? One, two, three. They only played six games against six league games against teams that ended up above 500. And in those games, they went say one and one, two and two. They went three and three in those six games. And then, so that would put the rest of the schedule at seven and two. Yeah, that's that's, so, that's an interesting way to look at it too. Right. Um, I think so, no, that'd be seven and five. Seven and five. I'm sorry. Hmm. Yeah, that's uh, yeah, that's 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 something to keep in mind too. I guess I think there's, I get, I know we said this like feels like an hour ago now with how much we've been talking about it, but right, there's so many variables coming into this tournament. Right. So 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 many different variables. Um, so while I do think it's gonna be Sienna Monmouth in the final, I'm I'm right. pretty certain of that. I do also think that there's plenty of room for yes. some chaos to unfold. For for um, some for like you know, we'll say a team like an Iona to get to the or not eh, for a team like I don't know for a Canisius to get to the semifinal. Yeah, because think, you know one could because that's the thing. Whoever wins because um, winner of Quinnipiac Iona runs in the Siena. Winner of Fairfield Manhattan runs in the Monmouth. Mm-hmm. I think Monmouth and Sienna are both, I'd, I'd say, I'm not going to say locks, but locks for the semifinal. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, I agree with you. I, I would be surprised if. But that's um, it. Yeah, I, think the, I think the other two semifinal bids are up for grabs, honestly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I, I, I would agree with that for sure. I think Maris and I could go either way. I think um, I think if Ryder does beat Canisius, I'm, I'm going to definitely favor St. Peter's over them. I would but, too. I would too. Um, I think if Canisius beats Ryder, I think that that Peter's uh, St. Peter's Canisius matchup could also go either way. So right. Um, yeah, and I guess I mean you know say a Niagara Maris Siena or a Canisius uh, Canisius St. Peter's Monmouth. I mean I suppose you never know. It's March. You know who, who knows those, know. those matches could go anyway. Oh, that would be fantastic! And they didn't it, even didn't, play this year. They didn't meet for the reg- they didn't Ooh, meet the regular season. That would be juicy. I would and be because all the Niagara's in the top half, Canisius is in the bottom half. That, give it to me. That would give be it. fantastic. That would be absolutely fantastic. <laughs> I I didn't even put that together. That could be a thing that could happen. I don't think that's going to happen. But. No, I don't think so either. But let me tell you, I would be game for it. 
I would do it. One hundred percent game four. That, that would be, be fantastic. Oh man, I I'd be it. all over it. But <laughs> I don't think. But objectively, I don't think it's gonna happen. Yeah, but, I would be surprised. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, I guess. Uh... So we we can get to so before we do Jerome, we have four NCAA bids punched so far: Loyola, Chicago, Liberty. Winthrop and Moorhead State. Uh, Loyola Chicago out of the Missouri Valley. They beat Drake, the only school to be named after a rapper. Oh, yeah. Uh, qu- quoting Gary Parrish on that one. In, um, <laughs> they beat them earlier this afternoon, 75 to 65 in the Missouri in Arch Madness. Oh, yeah. Um, it was a good game. It was a really good game. Yeah, it was a good game. Um, it was one of the it was one of those games, and I tweeted it at the beginning where I think I tweeted it early in the second half um, that this game couldn't be a blowout because Loyola Chicago was starting to pull away, and they were up by like 15 or 17 at one point. And I said, for two-bid Missouri Valley to happen, this game could not be a blowout. Mm. And Drake ended up coming back, and they made they made it a ten point game. I think they cut it to five or six at one point. Um, but yeah, so Loyola Chicago is going to the tournament. Drake has to do some sweating, uh, but I think they will get in. Their seed line will definitely be hit um, a little bit if they get in. Um, I'd much rather see Drake in the tournament over like a Syracuse or a Seton Hall or a Duke or something. Yeah, like no, that. I agree. Uh, I Michigan agree State just beat Michigan. They yeah, I just I off. just saw that. I just yep. saw that. That pretty much locks them in, I would have to think. Yeah, I would say Michigan is in now. Uh yeah. So that's breaking news. Michigan. Um if they end up losing in uh the Big Ten tournament, they might lose that one seed. Mm-hmm. I was saying they the same thing. I think the door the door is creaking open for you know, uh, and especially if a team other than like if a Iowa or an Ohio State wins the Big Ten tournament. Oh yeah, Michigan. Michigan could fall off that one line, mm-hmm. which which is crazy because I mean, just a week, pretty much a week ago, we were pretty much saying, oh yeah, Michigan's a lock. You know what I mean? Right. They're they're a one seed for sure, but craziness they, has unfolded. I mean, they, that's, that's a team that could fall victim to recency bias. Oh yeah, for sure, for sure. Um, I mean, you even got like. I mean, you look at you look at this, these seeds and like some of these two seeds. I mean, I don't think West Virginia, West Virginia, they just lost no, Oklahoma West, West State. Virginia, I think I they're think kind West of Virginia out of the question. I don't think they can get up to them. I don't think so either. I mean, I don't think Houston winning the American no, is going to give them enough. That's not gonna, that's not going to really do anything. I think Alabama, Alabama, Alabama they wins they the, win SEC? the SEC and they look good doing it. Yeah, I think that they. However, I think Arkansas is going to win the SEC. I think so too. <laughs> Actually, that's yeah. funny you say that. I, yeah. We'll put a little Jerome preview there, but yeah, yeah, I don't know if it's in the same boat. But yeah, I think if they can't win the SEC, I think they they're in play for a one seed. And as you said, um, you got you, your Iowa's, your Ohio States. They're 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 lurking there as well in that right. kind of uh, that kind of range. Um. So yeah, I think it is kind of crazy though that um, like like I just said, like a week ago we were saying, oh yeah, Michigan's a lock. You know what I mean? No, no ifs, ands, or buts. Right. Um, and all of a sudden, you know, they lose to Illinois. Now they lose to Michigan State. Um, and Michigan State's an unranked team. And, you know, you think Michigan State's in the tournament now. 
Yeah, um, true. That, I mean, that, that is especially such... Especially if they can go out and win a game, maybe two in the Big Ten tournament. Oh, for sure, yeah. That is such a big win for Michigan State, by the way. It I know is, I really don't. Huge, just to huge, emphasize huge. that again, that literally yeah. probably secures them a spot. That the puts them in the tournament. Yeah. Um, that is a major, major win. So that is interesting, though, because that knocks one team pretty much off the bubble in the good direction. Right. So And hurts this and potentially hurts the seed line of a team we were saying a week a week or two ago. Yeah, they're locked for a one seed. Yeah, exactly. And I suppose that also kind of hurts Drake as well, who we were just talking about. Probably. You know yeah. what I mean? Because that bumps one team in the good direction on the bubble. So, yeah, so, they're probably they're going to leap them. Someone's bubble just popped. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Um, because it's just it's just you know less and less spots and you know can you make an argument to put this team over that team and you know right certainly you still got the conference tournament week next week for majority of these teams so right. still some basketball to be the played selection and... show will be going on one week from right now yeah i know it's, it's so crazy yeah i literally cannot believe that man it's i know <laughs> i'm like like kanisha's literally plays tomorrow night like the mac tournament starts tomorrow night like i'm still right. like i can't i'm that still isn't clicking in my head either Cause no. like, I'm like looking at the, like, we were talking about that. I'm looking at the break. I'm like Monday. Oh, tomorrow's Monday. Like tomorrow you're, you're, you're going to be driving to Atlantic city tomorrow, tomorrow like, morning. Yep. Oh my God. It's so like, ugh. the long drive off to I've long playlists and some podcasts to listen to. But... Very nice. Very nice. Yeah. You so. gotta have, gotta have everything out, everything queued up. Yes. Um... I have to, I have to update my playlist tonight. <laughs> good idea. Good idea. <laughs> I know, uh, man. But yeah, like just glancing at the bubble again. I mean, you got you got you have three Mountain West teams just chilling there in Colorado State, Boise State, and Utah State. Right. I mean that. And Boise State's a big bubble team. Oh yeah, they're right oh, yeah. on there. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think, dude, it's so the Mountain West tournament is probably the most underrated tournament. Oh, in yeah. the country this week because. There are so like say you know your top four teams all make the semifinals. The implications, the semifinals, like the, yeah, those, if, those if potentially the, are like playing for the tournament games. You right. know what I mean? Like I'm pretty sure if I'm not mistaken, Boise State's the four seed, San Diego State's the one, so that would be Utah State, Colorado State, the two, three. Yeah, so I think yeah, San Diego State is one, Utah State's two, Colorado's three, Boise State is four. But I right. will. I will check that. Yeah, yeah. I was looking at the standings. Um, yeah, make sure I'm not wrong there. But um, like, if that right is now. the case, I mean, say you have a Colorado State-Utah State game no. in the semis, the winner of that very well might make right. the tournament and loser might not. Like, that might be, like, yeah, your we very right. own – Yeah, we were right in that order. Okay, yeah. So, like, that Colorado State-Utah State game, that very well might be winner go – like, that might be, like, a championship game before right. the championship game for both right. those teams in terms of making the tournament. You win this game, you're in. You lose, right. you're you out. lose, you're you're probably out, and you got to sweat until Selection Sunday. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, there's there's so that that entire conference with those three teams all pretty much firmly on the bubble. Like yes. they are like literally, you can flip a coin and one makes it, the other doesn't. Um, I th- I think Utah State is pretty safe. Yeah, uh, th- San Diego San Diego State. I think Utah State is like ninety percent safe. Colorado and Boise are the ones where. You- that we're concerned about. Yeah, I think so too. I would agree with that. Um, and I'm just like also looking. Wouldn't at it be hilarious if like because remember who was it last year at the Northwestern? Wyoming. Oh, it was yeah. Wyoming. Remember because they, they won. 
Like they went like two and sixteen or something like that yeah, last year. Yeah, and they year. went on a run in the tournament. And, and, like made the semifinals. <laughs> I do remember that. I forgot about that. That was hilarious. <laughs> oh my god! I, I was all in. I was all in. Oh yeah, dude. Me too. You kidding me? I'm all for some <laughs> chaos, man. That would have been hilarious if that happened. That'd be that'd be like if um, see, Air Force went three and seventeen. Yeah, give me an Air Force. Are, are the they are they a lock to win a conference tournament game? <laughs> <laughs> Screw it, man. Bet that. Bet the house. <laughs> Oh my God. Yeah, man. There's like, I'm just like looking at, this is from this. Is, I'm looking at Lenardi's brackets. How I just from this right. was updated last night. Um, so obviously he hasn't taken today's game and in, games into account, but mm-hmm. um, you know, Syracuse sitting there in the first four out, you got Memphis in the next four out. That that was a tough, tough loss. Oh for my Memphis God. Today. I, was, I was about to bring that up. Oh wow. my God. That was an that incredible was finish and finish of that game. Yeah. Holy smokes. Um, so yeah, that, that that's a heartbreaker for Memphis because they, yeah, they win I mean, that, that game. That is such a big resume builder for them, or right. for them, I should say. Um, yeah, I mean, I think I think SMU, Ole Miss, St. John's, they are they're going to have to make a pretty big run in their respective right. tournaments if they want to prove themselves. The first thing you said was SMU. Yeah, SMU, Ole Miss, and St. John's. He's gotten yeah. the next four out, so I think the three of them are definitely going to have to. Make. I think St. I think St. John's knocked themselves out a couple weeks ago. Yeah, me too. Um, I would be with the loss to Paul. Uh-huh. I think they knocked them out. Yeah, I think so too. I, I think they're going to have to win the Big East to have right. a chance there. Um, Ole Miss is going to have to make a run. I would have to think SMU is going to have to make a pretty good run in the American. Um, same thing with Memphis. Um, they're probably gonna have to well i don't think they have to win it i think the they'll thing definitely is, be the thing is with smu is they haven't played in a month they haven't played since february 8th they yeah have, they, too. they've been I on COVID i completely forgot about that yeah and, they're and still so there. they can't do it they can't do anything to help themselves mm-hmm. i finally i forgot about that right yeah uh and i believe st louis is another team there and if i'm not mistaking um i think i saw a tweet or something something <clears throat> Some, I don't know if maybe it was like during the St. Bonaventure game that I, I somebody mentioned it, but that uh, they're looking to play a non-conference game. Um, this St. Louis is. Yeah, that doesn't Louis's. surprise me. Yeah, for to to try and build build a get a get a little because right, the final revenue. the Atlantic Ten final is Bonaventure and BCU. Correct. Should be. Why are game, they doing the that? So, why are they doing that? So yeah, weird? I don't know. Their semifinals I'm... were last night, and then they're waiting a an entire yeah. more than a week. Yeah, I I don't I don't know what the, <laughs> I don't know what the deal with that was that's to be weird. honest with you. It was very weird. Um, but yeah, that's uh, that's definitely noteworthy. Um, and I wonder now that, um, you know, considering that this is that teams are doing it this year, I wonder if this is setting a precedent for teams to start doing it in the future, especially these leagues that have early conference tournaments or will leagues be more inclined to have their conference tournaments earlier so teams can get in. So, so if it's a league that has bubble teams, can they sneak in one more game to try to help themselves? Mm-hmm. No, I think that, I think that is kind of pressure leagues to do it. Maybe. Yeah, that could be, I think, yeah, that is true. I wonder if that is something that might continue. Cause I think this year there's so many special circumstances with COVID right. and the games getting canceled, like, you know, to where this kind of situation would make sense for St. Louis, you know what I mean? Because right. as of right now, they're probably on the outside looking in. I, you know, Lenardi has them there and I would I, honestly I, agree I'd with say, that. 
Yeah. Um, that disappoints me. Yeah, it does. Was they had, be so good this year. Yeah, they did. They had some bad luck with COVID and they did all that. But either way, yeah, they were. They had a lot. They had the tools to be a lot better than they were. Right. Um. But yeah, I think I think that would be that's something to monitor next year for sure. I think. Yeah. Um. You know whether whether this is just kind of a COVID, you know, COVID year thing, or if this going forward, you know, say you do have an early like say. I don't know. Um, like, I guess like, you could you could you could talk about like a Belmont. I mean, who just lost to Morehead right. State, right? Um, which is also that's pretty noteworthy. Well, I guess not. No, Morehead State. Yeah, that is. We'll, we'll get way. into that um, shortly. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, you look at a team like Belmont where they play their conference tournament early. They finished like what twenty six and four, twenty six and three, something right. like that. Very very good team, but certainly certainly on the outside looking in, mm-hmm. if not if not not really on the bubble at all. Um, so say like, if they were more on the bubble, say they were in like, you know, St. Louis or Syracuse's shoes where they're right, right. there, but they're, cause they lost, they're probably not going to make it. Say they schedule a game against like, you know, another top mid major team that didn't right. make it or something like that. Or another, or another team that's on the bubble. Right. Yeah, exactly. You can, you can try to pit two bubble teams against each other mm-hmm. basically for, Whoever wins this game is going. Right, right. Yeah, exactly. And I mean, that's, you know, you win it, that's a quality win, and you lose, you're probably out because, you know, right. you, you, it was pretty much like you had your opportunity. It's, it's to high risk, high did. reward. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I think, and honestly, when you kind of build it like that, it it is kind of intriguing. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's, it's very intriguing. Um, so, yeah. Yeah, it's uh, something to keep an eye on for sure with St. So, Louis. Um, yeah, something, so... We were going to get to Jerome. Um, <laughs> one more thing before we do that. Um, Atlantic Sun. That was weird. Yeah, uh, that was a little weird. Nor- yeah, because so if you didn't hear about this, the final of the Atlantic Sun tournament earlier today was Liberty against North Alabama. North Alabama is currently in the transition period from Division One to Division Two. So when Liberty won their semifinal game yesterday against Stetson and North Alabama. They beat, who did they beat? Um, I can't pull it up now. Who did they beat? They beat Florida Gulf Coast. And because North Alabama beat Florida Gulf Coast, Liberty got the auto win. Because North Alabama, again, transitioning from Division Two, not eligible for the NCAA tournament. So Liberty did end up winning that game, 79-75. But Liberty was going to get the auto bid either way, whether they lost or won that game. Yeah. Which I think is stupid because the transition period shouldn't even be a thing or it should be shortened. Mm-hmm. Because it's like four years. Yeah. I think it should it's kind it, of ridiculous. Yeah, it should be. Yeah, I agree. I, I like, seen give that. me like and a year or two, you know? What yeah, I mean? like one like, or two years. You know, like yeah, that's what that's what I don't really understand. Like, give me because we've seen teams that jump from Division Two to Division One start winning. I mean, North North Alabama was a team that hovered around five hundred this year. They went seven and eight. Yeah. I mean, look at look at a team like Mary like Mary Mac yeah Bellarmine Mary Mac last year Merrimack. like like there are plenty of teams that come up and in their first year or two are consistently really good. <laughs> you know what right. I mean? And like prove themselves immediately. Right. And to me, there's no I, reason to keep them out. Yeah, and that's that's what I don't get, man. Like at the very least, 
you know, if you have to have that year in there to say, you know, to make it so like, you know, make it less appealing for like, cause you know, Oh, then every team will want to be D one or blah, 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 blah. Right. Like, you know, if you want to, if you want to deter that, then make it like a year or two, make it you know one what or I mean? two years, like four years or whatever the heck it is. Like, that's so, so unnecessary. It's just, right. it's overkill. It, you know it what is. I mean? Like it, it's so overkill. Cause you literally ruin, like say a kid comes in as a freshman starting at the D one level, he literally won't be able to play in the tournament then his entire college career because of the four year, uh, the four year, uh, whatever the four year period. So yeah, it's, um, yeah. I think it's so, four years, yeah, Merrimack, Merrimack, who went division one last year, they won't be eligible until 2024. Bellarmine will not be eligible until 2025. So same thing. Yeah. North Alabama is not eligible until 2023. Yeah. I don't like that. They jumped, they jumped up to D1 for 2018-19. So this is their third year at division one. Yeah. I think that's lame. I, I, right. I agree with you there. That, that was a warranted rant. <laughs> yeah, 21, 22, 23. Yeah, it's a four-year period. Four-year period. Yeah. At, um, Lame. Yeah, and there's how many how many schools are in there? One, two, three, four, five, six. There's seven schools in the transition right now. Cal Baptist, North Alabama, Merrimack, Bellarmine, Dixie State, Tarleton State, and UC San Diego. Those are the seven that are in transition right now. Gotcha. So – Okay, well, there you have it. Anyway, <laughs> so we'll get to Jerome. Yes, finally, at last. <laughs> long, long, at long last. So we're going to have to run through it quick, but uh, <laughs> because we have, we have some more stuff to get into. So uh, we'll start, because there are a lot of them. Well, there are more this week than there was last week. Uh, we'll start with the American. Uh, Houston. I went Houston. Yep, yeah. Houston. Yeah, I mean. Not much best. to say there. <laughs> best Not team in the league. There. Uh, ACC. Uh, I'm with Florida State. I did too. Okay, I okay. was wondering because I didn't. You know, I didn't think... Virginia had the one seed. Virginia right. got the one seed, which is weird. I don't think they're but... the best team in that league, though. Yeah, no, I don't either. I think Florida State probably is. I think Virginia Tech. I think Virginia Tech. Virginia. The, Virginia Tech's got an outside chance. Yeah, I think. I, I think, think Georgia they, Tech has an outside chance. Uh, Georgia Tech has played itself off the bubble, and they are in. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's, that's, so that's another team that has positively played itself off the bubble. Uh-huh. Uh, which is crazy to think about because I don't think anybody really expected them to. <laughs> hey man, that's, that's what the, six wins in a row to close out the regular season will do. Yeah, true that, man. True that. Uh, yeah, shout out Georgia Tech. But yes, I, I'm going for Duke day one. Duke day one of the tournament. I can't help but laugh at that. I'm not going to lie. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, that's that's pretty noteworthy too. Um, yeah, they'll play, uh, they're playing Boston College. In, I mean, that's in the Tuesday, in the Tuesday, they're playing like Tuesday in the afternoon. That's pretty funny, man. <laughs> that is pretty funny. They're playing Boston College, who was last place. Yeah, they'll win that game. I don't think they'll win any any yeah, other ones after win. that, but, but yeah, they'll win that game anyway. So yeah, Florida <laughs> State. I uh, went with uh, Big East. Uh I went Creighton. I did too. Okay. Wow. Yeah. See, I think you know with Villanova's recent form, losing Colin Gillespie. Um, right. Because that's because that's the thing. Like I don't, um, Colin Gillespie. They they lost uh, Justin Moore uh, to an ankle injury yesterday as well. Oh yeah, yeah, I saw that. So yeah, yeah. Villanova is the, like I, like Villanova is a team they could make. I'll say the semifinals mm-hmm. of that yeah, tournament. It's something, and, and it sucks because it's through no fault of their own. Like it's just no, it's it's bad luck. It's injuries. It's yeah. bad luck, it, it's which, which sucks. And I think, and I think. 
you know, they Villanova was a blessed program for so many years uh, because they never had injuries, never. Mm-hmm. And now they have two of their best players go down in the span of a week. Yeah, and true. so I think, unfortunately, they will not be winning the Big East. And I think they could lose early. In the like, they could lose in the second round. Mm-hmm. And that sucks. Yeah. But I think that's, unfortunately, going to be how it is. Yeah, that's true. So That is true, unfortunately. But, yes, Creighton. I like Creighton in the Big East. Yeah, I think I UConn. Do. Shout out UConn. UConn, they've been hot. I think they could potentially oh, Dan Hurley have a contract shot. extension. See yeah, that? I did see that. Yeah, that's so noteworthy for sure. I think I, I, think, I think UConn is a team with an outside chance. Mm-hmm. I think so too. Uh, I think they're probably. I mean, it's tough to call them a dark horse if they're like the three or four seed, but right. Either way, I think I, I like right. their odds as well. But I think Creighton's probably got the best chance. Right. Right. All right. Big Sky. Um, this was between Damian Lillard or um, true. Uh, who the heck was the other team in that uh, that was making noise? Uh, Damian Lillard. Or the team with a red football field in Eastern Washington. Um, so I went Damian Lillard. I went Weber I did State. too. Okay. I did too. That, that's, another, that's another one in that league. There's three teams at the top of that league that are good. Southern Utah, Weber State, Eastern Washington. Uh, Southern Utah went 12-2. and two, The others went 2-3. and three. Um, So that's basically a three-horse race in that league. And I did decide to go with Weber State. Yeah. Um, not very educated not, on the conference. No, <laughs> really, I'm not but... either. Um, Weber State and Southern Utah split. Uh, Weber State did not play uh, Eastern Washington. Did Southern Utah and Eastern Washington play each other? They split. Okay. Wasn't Southern Utah – that was that school last year that played like Duke and Kentucky back-to-back on the road? Yes, Wasn't that Southern Utah? it was. Yes, yeah. yes. That's, They're that's called what the I remember Thunderbirds. them for. Southern Utah is the Thunderbirds. Okay. Shout out the Thunderbirds. I like that. Uh, But I did not pick them. Uh, (laughs) Big 10. I went Michigan. I got to go with my heart here. Got to go Illinois, man. Got to go with my heart. That's fair. That's fair. Got to go with my heart. That's the first one we've disagreed on. I know. I've been like four. But this is going to be a crazy tournament. Like quarterfinal. Like first round on. (laughs) Literally like the first (laughs) round is like must see TV. (laughs) Right. Because you're going to have teams that are going to be beating the hell out of each other oh yeah um i that. mean once you once you get to the quarterfinals pretty much every one of those games is going to be like a ranked team versus ranked team matchup. right so right because like, you got because you got six ranked teams in there right now so you're gonna have two um non-ranked teams because wisconsin is not going to be a ranked team because they've lost wisconsin has lost five of their last six yeah not uh, which great. is not great um <laughs> They're, and they're going to be unranked. They're going to fall out of the rankings. So Wisconsin is a team that could eh, – they could lose early in the in not only conference tournament but also NCAA tournament. So that's something to uh, to monitor for them. But, again, I went Michigan. Yeah, I went uh, – Big 12. Uh, or did you have something to say on the Big 10? Oh, no, no, no. I was just going to say I went Illinois. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, went, I went Baylor in the Big 12. I did too. Okay, yeah, not, um, not much to say there. I think there are a lot uh, of good teams in that conference, but I think Baylor's the best. Yeah, they just they just beat up on Texas Tech. 88-73 was that was the final score of that game. They have returned the form. Mm-hmm. Uh they they beat West Virginia on Tuesday. They beat Oklahoma State by double digits on Thursday, then they go out and beat Texas Tech by 15. So, this is going to yeah. be a league that gets I want to bet seven bit. They're going to get seven bits. Yeah, that's true. So, because that's going to be Baylor, Kansas, West Virginia, Texas, Oklahoma State, Texas Tech, Oklahoma. All six of them, or all seven of them, are getting it. 
You know what was funny? What was that? When I was looking at, when I was going through the Jerome this afternoon, and you know how, like, at the end they had the tiebreaks, like, oh, how many, like, conference tournament wins will, like, these four teams have? Yeah, 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 yeah. Iowa State was one of the teams. In oh, that yeah, I know. I saw and, that. In the second one. They went 0-18. I know. I was, <laughs> I was just like, all right, zero plus like, one. <laughs> I, was, I was like, okay, so I'm not adding anything for that one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was pretty funny. I know you caught that, too. Uh, um, so we both State. went Baylor there. Uh, Big West. Uh, UC Santa Barbara. I did, too. Yep. Same for me. This is – um. This is one with two good teams at the top. Um, UC Irvine is pretty good, but I think UC Santa Barbara is better. 15 mm-hmm. and three. They had a great year, 19 and four. Yeah, that was my uh, logic. They only <laughs> lost one game since December 28th. Damn, that's didn't even know uh, that. Lost, that's crazy. <laughs> yeah, they lost to because they started out, they started out four and three. And uh, and they got swept by UC Irvine on two start. That was to start conference play. They got swept by UC Irvine. They've lost one game since then. Um, also in that league, shout out Mike McPayo, the head coach at UC Riverside, um, the first and only Asian American head coach in Division One, doing great things there. Nine and five in that league had a great year. Yeah, no, I did not know that. Shout out him yes. for sure. Yes. Um, Dark Horse. I don't think they'll do it. <laughs> so Conference USA, this this is one where you have a handful of teams that yep. have a chance. I was about to say, man, there's a lot of teams here that uh... – I went with one of the teams kind of on the lower echelon of those top teams. Okay. I went I went Western Kentucky, personally. Okay. I respect that. I went UAB. Okay. No, I like that pick. That's a good pick. Because, well, West, Western Kentucky, I respect that. Um. Because they have the best player in the conference in Charles Bassey. Uh, Bassey is a top 50 player in the country. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd love to see Charles Bassey pl- be playing in the NCAA tournament because we didn't get that last year. Um, great, great player he is. Um, but I think UAB um, is kind of a dark horse pick, and it's one of those they have a lot of they have a lot of depth. They have five guys who average more than nine points a game. Uh, their leading scorer is Michael Ertle. He averages 12.8 a game. Kevin Lovon uh, is their second leading scorer at 12.1. So this is just a team with a lot of depth, mm-hmm. I think. And that will help them, you know, win a couple games in a row in the span of a couple days. Yeah, I, I get that so, for sure. And I mean, to, you know, kind of just to your point, Western Kentucky was 11 and three in conference play. Old Dominion was 11 and five. Louisiana Tech 12 and four. UAB 13 and five. Right. You could even you say Marshall, you look at Marshall five, nine, and five. nine and five. Yeah, like there are a lot of good teams in this conference right. that could potentially have a say in you know how this tournament goes. So right. I think that's that's definitely another one that you know kind of like the Mountain West may kind of seem under the radar, but it's one to one to look out for. It could be some entertaining basketball there. Right. Right. So, uh, yeah. So next up is the MAC. All right. I went Sienna. <laughs> I did too. Okay. Yeah, we uh, kind of kind of talked about it all in the beginning right. of the podcast, but uh, yeah, I I think we both probably think Sienna Monmouth and Sienna just you know right. pulls it out in the end. I think right. you know, and we've said this before, and I think we both kind of feel this way. Sienna is probably the most talented team in the conference. Mm-hmm. Um, Monmouth is damn good too. I could yeah. see Monmouth winning it too. Oh no, I think I think so. I think it's 
it's probably like a 55 45 60 40 yeah probably around there to see I think that's for fair. me i think that's fair um but yeah i really it could go either way for sure on you know neutral court i think it definitely could go either way right but uh right. i went sienna personally right so next is the mac the mid-american you know what i had to do right you, you know UB. i you, you know i had you to do it. i went to lead i thought <laughs> you know about going to you know, uh, yeah. I went with Toledo. I think Toledo's probably the best team in that week. Yeah, the no, problem I, think so I the problem I have with UB, and I've I I don't know if I've said it on the podcast, but I've definitely tweeted about it. Um, I think they struggle in situational basketball, especially late in games. Mm-hmm. No, I agree with that, and I, I think that, that might hurt them in the tournament. No, that's yeah, that's 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 definitely appropriate for sure. Right. I mean, they've had. I just in their past couple games, if I'm not mistaken, they've had, they've jumped out to some pretty big leads um, over like, I know against Akron a couple, a couple games ago, I want to say they were up almost like 18, 20 at one point and they only won by two. Right. Um, uh, I, don't think State, Jim, I don't think Jim Whitesell's that good of a coach. No, that, that's that the problem is that I think the talent is really kind of carrying him. I think, you know, right. They, they, they have a lot of talent. You know, you got a guy like Javon Graves, Josh Impala, Ronaldo Segu. Jonathan Williams. Yeah, Jan- yep, Jonathan Williams, good shot there. Um, like, they have a lot of good players. Um, and when you kind of have the coaching – not coaching tree, but, like, just the past couple coaches, you know, Bobby Hurley, obviously right. he's at Arizona State now. Nate yeah, you, you've Alabama had, you've had now. two straight coaches that have left to take a power six job. Yeah, exactly, that are, um, you know, are very good coaches. and right. You know, when you have that, especially with a guy like Nato, it's like this is Jim Whitesell's what first, second year, um, second year, second year as, as, as coach at UB. So I know, remember kind of, of it being an uninspiring hire. Yeah, it was. When they hired him. <laughs> it was. Um, he's not. He's done a good enough job. I mean, you know, yeah, twelve I mean, and five. Yeah. You see in the MAC. You know, it's 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 not like he's a bad coach or they've had no, a bad year. No. It's just tough to compare him to, you know, the UB uh, coaching royalty right. that came before him. You know, when you have the likes of you know the past five six years yeah bobby hurley and of course the golden self reggie witherspoon um, oh yeah bobby um so yeah you know it's it, reggie, it's reggie was right before bobby there I was nobody so. um there was nobody in between there i think so yeah reggie was there for like 13 14 years well yeah i was gonna say i know let's see bobby because reggie got fired in what 2013 i believe so yeah i think it just went straight to bobby hurley. bobby took over in 2013 yeah yeah all right so there you go. I did. Yeah. I thought there. I thought there was someone in between them. Yeah, no. I was went straight to Bobby Hurley, and then Bobby Hurley got him into the tournament and promptly left. <laughs> but yeah, I would okay, say yeah, for some, I, for I, some reason be... I thought there was someone between Reggie and Bobby. Yeah. But I guess I was wrong. Yeah, but yeah, I, I agree. With you. I think Toledo's the best team. It would not stun me if they win it. I just kind of went with my heart there. Uh, right. Akron's a good team. Kent State's also a really good team. I think really any of those four have a say in that league. Um, right. Bowling Green's a dark horse, uh, by the way. I think Bowling Green, I think coming into the year, a lot of people had them, you know, highly touted them. I uh, kind of disappointed a little bit, but um, definitely a lot of talent on that team. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, God, what's his what's his name? Hold on. Justin Turner. Uh, he's averaging like 20 a game this yes, year. Justin Turner's Ohio. very, very, yeah. very talented guard. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, there's my, there's my little uh, single A Mac. Yeah, Mac talk, but uh, yes. yes, I want UB, you went Toledo. Uh, we can yes. move on, I suppose. <laughs> yes, so we'll move on to the MIAC. Uh, I want Norfolk State, didn't really. I want Coppin State. Okay, I respect That's that. Coppin? I don't 
no, Cup and States has made the tournament before. I think so. Yeah, they've only made it once or twice. Yeah. I watched them play Illinois they made like it four times. They the made first it four game times. of the year. <laughs> they made it a couple times in the 90s, then again in 2008. They haven't been since. Gotcha. Yeah, I'm a Norfolk State. Um, I just think that I was kind yeah, of Coppin State, State uh, 1997, they were one of the very first 15 over two upset. Yeah. Oh, South Carolina. Right, right, right. Yeah, I do remember yeah. that. And funnily enough, Norfolk State, another 15 over two against Missouri. That was what, 2012, 2011? 2012, yeah. Because that yeah. was the year there was two. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that's yep, right. Because that was the year it was that one and Lehigh over Duke. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep, CJ McCollum. Yeah, CJ McCollum. There you go. <laughs> and so, someone was someone was on that Norfolk State team. Kenneth Fareed, right? No, Kenneth Fareed was Morehead State. Right, um, right. Um, who was on that oh, team? Geez. I don't know. It was, they had someone. Kyle O'Quinn. They had Kyle O'Quinn. Oh, Kyle O'Quinn. Gotcha. Yep. Yeah, that was – I was going to say, they had someone. But it was like someone <laughs> who like, you know – He's in the NBA. Yeah, he's <laughs> there. One of those guys with Kyle Quinn. Yeah, it doesn't play, <laughs> but he's there. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, this is a league I don't really follow. Looks like, you know, it was a league that ended up having three teams opt out in two of them before the season, in Bethune-Cookman and Maryland Eastern Shore. Howard opted out after five games. Uh, they had a ton of COVID problems. And uh, but then you had a team that went one and seven in the league, one and seventeen overall in South Carolina State. You have Delaware State three and sixteen overall, one and eleven in the league. Um, but then you have a couple good teams at the top: North Carolina A and T, Norfolk, Coppin, Morgan State, all above five hundred. Uh, but I did go with Coppin State. Yeah, and I went, I went Norfolk State. Yes. So next, next is the Mountain West. Like we talked about earlier. I went Utah State. I did too. Nice. Utah State nice. won it last year. Yes, they did. Uh, yeah, that was one that was one of the few tournaments that finished uh before COVID shut down the year. So you can say Utah State is the defending uh Mountain West champions that they won a <laughs> true. that they won a they won a league last year. Yeah. Uh, I think they do it again. Yeah, I'm with you there. And I think so, that, that because obviously this, this that is a league that usually the best team doesn't win it. Yeah, that's wow, true. That Actually, that, that is true. That's an interesting thing. San Diego State's the best team. Uh-huh. And, 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 you know, San Diego State, was, I remember saying, and I think I took you by surprise because I remember last year I said, San Diego State's going to lose in the conference tournament. And you're like, no, they're not. <laughs> and lo and behold, they did. <laughs> sure enough. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, I think uh, – I, I agree with you. I think that – I think Utah State is a very good team. I think that – Obviously, this win will obviously automatically qualify them. But, you know, if they can, if they get to the final, I think they're in a good spot to make yes. it as an at-large win or lose championship game. Right. Um, I think what is really what, – what really is going to be interesting is if the semifinals go as we all say that they will, and it's, you know, Utah State, Colorado State, Boise State, San Diego State. If Boise State beats San Diego State, I think they right. get in as an yes. at-large. I agree. Utah, the winner of Utah State, Colorado State gets in – and, you know, and then obviously one of the, one of them two is going to be the auto qualifier. The loser probably still should, still should get in. San Diego right. state's going to make it in as long as they don't get bounced early. Even if they do get bounced early, they're still going to make it. Right. And then you have Colorado state or, you know, say Utah state doesn't win that game and you have Utah state. Like it's really the loser of that right. one semifinal 
is I'm, I'm is really curious to see what right. their fate is. I'm very right. curious to see what their fate is. Right. Um, so we'll move over now. We got five left. We'll go over to the Pac-12. I went Colorado. Okay. I went Oregon. There's a lot, there's a lot of teams in this league that are hot. Mm-hmm. That have True. been playing really good basketball lately. Um, Colorado's won four in a row. They've won seven of their last nine. Um, I went with Oregon. They've won four in a row. They've won nine of their past ten. Uh, their only loss coming to USC. Uh, USC, I think, has been doing pretty well lately. Yeah, they have that, that winner as well. They've, they've lost a couple games recently. They had a five-game – they had a seven-game winning streak uh, from January 23rd to February 17th. They're three and three uh, since then. But they grabbed a blowout win over Stanford on Wednesday, and then they beat UCLA by one yesterday. Mm-hmm. Um, UCLA is another good team. They've lost yeah. three in a row. There's a lot of good but not great teams in that conference. Right, but they, they've won a bunch of games. They went 13 and six. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, speaking of hot teams, like I said, uh, Colorado, they've won four straight. Uh, right. Blew, well, not, they blew out USC uh, three games ago, and they uh, – Handled UCLA two games ago, so um, that's another they, one. And they beat like, and they beat Arizona State by fourteen on Thursday. Yeah, so yeah, a lot of a lot of good teams heading into this tournament. A lot of hot teams. Right. So that could be another. I hate to call a Power Six conference an under the radar tournament, but you know when you got yeah. like your Big Ten, Big Twelve, I feel like this one gets kind of overlooked. So right, uh, I agree. could potentially yeah. be some good games there. Yeah. Uh, SEC. I went Arkansas. I did too. Nice. I think I think Arkansas is a team that can go to the Final Four. Ooh. I really do. I really I like do. That I like that a lot. That that's a, that's my. Well, I said last week that I had a hot take that an SEC team was going to go to the Final Four. That yep. pick is in. It's Arkansas. There you go. The pick I'm, is I'm, in. I could see Arkansas going to the Final Four. That would I could. Be, that would be. It depends. It's going to depend what bracket they get put in. Um, but if they get if they get good draws, I, I can mm-hmm. see them making a. Yeah, really deep run. I mean, yeah, if they avoid Baylor and Gonzaga, I think anything's possible. You know what right. I mean? I, it's really, it's really just going to come down to, you know, what teams avoid Baylor and Gonzaga, because right. I would be very surprised if Gonzaga and Baylor don't come out of their respective regions. But on the other side, I mean, Illinois is a really good team, and I love Illinois, but they're beatable. And whoever right. the heck the other four seed is, whether it's Michigan, whether it's whomever that is going to be another team that's beatable. So there really, there really aren't four, you know, I mean, well, obviously four one seeds very rarely, if not ever, never make the final four, but. Right. It's happened you know, a couple of times. Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, I think that, you know, those, they aren't locks. I think Baylor right. and Zaga, I hate to call, you know, you know, nobody's a lock in the NCAA tournament, but no, um, they're certainly, <laughs> they're pretty close to locks to make the final four, but those other two brackets, you know, who knows? Right, right. Uh, so we got three left. We'll go to the Southland. I went Abilene Christian. I did too. I think okay. that's the best team in this league. Um, four good teams in that league. Nichols, Abilene Christian, Sam Houston State, Stephen F. Austin. Mm. Uh, but I like Abilene Christian. Uh, there, uh, It's not really a league that I follow. Yeah, um, no, me neither. <laughs> I just but, know like when Stephen F. Austin's been good, I've kind of checked it out. But Right, right. Um the SWAC. Uh, I went Jackson State just because of Deion Sanders coaches football there now. That was really, 
I'm not gonna lie. I, I couldn't tell you a dang thing about the swag. So no, I, went I can tell you they Jackson have two. Street. They have two teams that went undefeated, and yeah, I went with I the, see other, that. the other undefeated team in Prairie View A and L. Okay, fair enough. Yeah, they they made it last year, I think. Didn't or well, no, two years ago they made it. I think they um, did. This so. this is a team that always. This is a league that always sends someone in the first four. So yeah, yeah. Um, I went Prairie View. I don't know. I just kind of do that. <laughs> I, they were hiring me, um, honestly. <laughs> um, so, yeah, that was that. Uh, one more. It is the whack. I went with Grand Canyon. I did, too. Hey, we had a lot of similar league. picks. We, yeah, we did. That's kind of boring, but whatever. <laughs> um, this is a league that's always been dominated by New Mexico State. Um. But New Mexico State had a down year, seven and six in conference play, ten and seven overall. Um, Grand Canyon, Bryce Drew coaches them. Shout out. <laughs> um, but yeah, they Grand Canyon had a really good year. I think this would be their first time in the tournament. I think it would. Be. Yeah, I think so because they they just recently came because up to they, D one, didn't they? Right, and I think they're yeah because they're. Um, They're they're not, yeah, I know, I know they're about to say they're not transitioning anymore. Yeah, I know for a fact that they've came up within the last 10, 15 years. That I know for right. a fact. They, they have been they have been division one since 2013. Okay, yeah. I was about to say I knew uh, I knew they for have a fact been it was post-season recent. season eligible since what that would be 20. Is this or oh no, because that's uh because the WAC tournament got canceled last year. Um I believe so 20 or no, they didn't make the tournament. They made the tournament in 2019. Oh, okay. or no, they were in the CBI. I'm sorry. I saw West Virginia. I was like, Oh yeah. <laughs> um, so I think it was 2019 their first eligible. Uh, yeah. It'd be 2018. 20, I see 28. I see it. I see a postseason in 2018. Okay. So they, um, have it so it might've been 20. Twenty eighteen, yeah, twenty eighteen was uh, they became postseason eligible. Uh, they've made the CBI twice, uh, have not been to the NCAA tournament, uh, so this would be their first one. Um, also, in the America East, we're going to have a uh, a team make the tournament for the first time. UMBC and Hartford both lost. The final of that is Hart or UMBC and Vermont both lost. I'm sorry. The final of that is going to be Hartford and UMass Lowell. Uh, neither of those programs have ever made the tournament. UMass Lowell was a team that jumped up to D1 recently. So mm-hmm. um, yeah, They're also a team that went be below 500. They're below yeah. 500 in conference play this year, so that right. would be quite the uh, quite the stunner for them right. to make it. Yeah, um, six one seeds gone. Texas State, Navy, Belmont, Wagner, Vermont, James Madison. All of them are one seeds. All have been knocked out within the past 36 hours. Yeah, which is pretty crazy. I guess, you know, this, this is March folks. This, this is March. March. <laughs> this is March. So. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. Yes. So. Um, yeah. We can call that a show. Yeah. Why not? <laughs> so That will be it. I wish you for... safe travels tomorrow, sir. First Thank of all. You. Thank safe you. Safe travels. Uh, have fun in Atlantic city. I will try. Um, wear masks in the casinos. Yeah, um, I'm not 21, so I can't go. To oh, dang. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. Uh, disappointing, honestly. That is disappointing. I forgot about that. <laughs> yeah. All right, well, never mind. <laughs> well, yeah. So uh, that will be it 
for this week's episode of the Talking Smack podcast. Thank you for listening. My name is Aiden Jolly alongside Adam Gorski. Good night.